0: Welcome to the things that we talk about. I'm Ben. I'm here with Clydette. Say hi.
1: Say hi. (laughs) Hello. Hello. It's me again.
0: Are we going to do that every time?
1: No, I won't do Adele every time, but I am going to think about, you know, creative way to say hello. Okay. Each time.
0: So for those of you who might just be joining us um, on this second episode, um, this is basically us letting you experience my experience. Of, because people have always asked me, like whenever they first meet us as a couple, is Clydette always like this? And mm-hmm. the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And then this follow-up question is, how do you how do you do it? And this is how. You'll you'll get to experience that with us.
1: Sometimes when we're with people, they send Ben. They'll like slip Ben a note like. Blink twice, if, <laughs> blink twice if you're being held captive. Or
0: that has never happened.
1: If you need rescuing. It's
0: funny, but that has never happened.
1: No, our marriage is unique. Our friendship is our, right. our backstory, our origin story, if you will. Ooh. Our origin story, if we were Marvel characters. Very fascinating in how we came to be a married couple. Mm-hmm. And we are di- so different. And we mentioned this in the first episode, but you know, we just want to preface this. We're just very different people. And today's topic, which Ben is unaware of, what we'll be discussing. So it will be a fresh take on things. But I I do want to just say one thing. If you listen to the last episode, so Ben and I have a bit of a tradition. We record an episode and then we listen to it for a little bit.
0: We actually listen to basically all of that one.
1: And I was really hard on Tom Brady.
0: You were a little harsh. Um,
1: I was harsh, and we said we weren't going to be angry. That this was going to be a comedy. Now I was funny. I mean, I I admit I I laughed at the stuff I said about Tom Brady. But I was hard on him, and I I don't want to be mean. You know, we want to have a gentle comedic experience here. We don't. But I'm sorry. Sarcasm is my spiritual gift. Mm -hmm. It's mainly who I am.
0: It's yeah, basically.
1: Yeah, it's who I am, and I can't. I can't censor that, even though, you know, we're trying really hard to not go dark, because, you know, in our first podcast...
0: I don't think you went dark, though.
1: No, I just gave him a really hard time.
0: But some of it's deserved.
1: Yeah, it's deserved. But anyway, I don't want to talk about him about deserved. Him yeah, he's on my nerves. So I don't want to talk about it. See, already, I'm getting <laughs> agitated. See, I get agitated, and then, then I can't control myself. So today's topic is, I would like you to just share with the people... Uh A little bit about the difference, and I want you to be specific. What is the difference between you and me when we host a dinner party? And when I say dinner party, uh, for those of you that know us, it might be as small as just one other couple or as large as two other couples. We've mainly never went past six of Mm -hmm. us in one room at a time. Um, because I just feel like that loses its intimacy, but we have attended parties together Halloween parties, Christmas parties, business parties, work parties mm-hmm. corporate parties, but mainly, i'd like you to just discuss like what is the difference between you and me at a dinner party in our home, and then also second question when we're at a large party.
0: I love the multiple questions in one yeah, because you'll My keep up with it favorite thing
1: guiding. You're, you're uh, what is the saying? Tracking like a guided missile. So <laughs> <laughs> he's always saying the Army. Yep. All right, so first question, let's specifically in relation to when we host a couple, when we have a couple over.
0: Well, I don't know that we need to necessarily differentiate the setting. Mm. I mean, well, other than the fact that when you're hosting, you, you go out of your way, to make sure that nobody has to do anything, ask for anything. Like you, you want the people in our home to be as
1: comfortable as possible. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Very important to me to have when you come, you know, it's nice if you bring a bottle of wine, but don't ask me about bringing a salad or dessert. Right. I'm right. going to do soup to nuts. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to bring a it's bottle of wine. Interesting saying. Well, that's the old timey saying yeah. soup to nuts, you know, beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, I always let people bring a wine or whatever because you do feel like you need to bring something. And you know when you and I are invited, I cannot show up empty-handed. That is against my DNA. It's against the way I was raised. You don't show up to somebody's house without a bottle of wine or a a bouquet or if it's Christmas, Christmas cookies. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But, But thank you for pointing that out. I do. I really do go out of my way.
0: Right. So otherwise, that's really the only difference. But, but I think what you're, you're trying to lead me to is to explain the difference between me and you in these mm-hmm. scenarios. Mm-hmm. That's what you're really trying to get at, right?
1: After you answer, though, I, uh-huh. something just occurred to me. <laughs> something just hit me like a ton of bricks.
0: Uh, the look on your face.
1: The most recent where I've... I've because Ben... All right, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but let me just give a backstory.
0: I'm totally into what you're saying. When
1: we moved to Florida, we have a gym here in this beautiful uh, department, Mm -hmm. you know, condo area that we live in, but it's a very limited gym. So you got a really sweet deal on a local gym. But my husband gets up at 4 Mm a.m. because between the Army and his lifelong time with Starbucks, his normal rise time. 4 Mm a.m. So my husband gets up at 4 a.m. And he goes to a local gym that opens at 5. Right. So typically you go do some cardio at our gym or you walk the parking lot of the public gym. Correct. Since we moved to Florida, he began doing it a lot. Yes. And he met a group of amazing people, Uh most of which are women, which for some wives, they would be like, oh, hell no. Yeah. But I love these women. I've met these women. I have been at a pool party with these women. I have had these women in my home, and I love them, and they love you. But the way they describe you, mm-hmm. so apparently, folks, <laughs> when he's at the gym, he's Mr. Chatty Cathy, Right. And he's talking it up, he's giving advice. He's listening to the women and their dating problems and their family problems. And then we have the we have one of the females over with her bow and I find out, you know, that his behavior when we did the dinner party was night and day compared to the gym. So why don't you tell us a little bit about <laughs> the difference between why, why our friend well, was shocked
0: right. when well, she first, met me at the pool party. First, I think we, we still need to answer the original question. And being, so when you and I are out together, I'm probably, you would say, a little more reserved slash quiet.
1: Introverted.
0: I was. I do not want to put a label on it.
1: Well, I'm putting a label on it because it's not a label that's stuck to you, but it's a temporary sign that you you c- can tend to be introverted. Right. But I find out from the women.
0: Right. Well, I want to explain that though.
1: At the gym. Yeah. That you're Mr. So, extrovert.
0: Yeah, but you're like super social. Mm-hmm. When we're out in public mm-hmm. and in general.
1: It's like light to a plant. So for me, for me it's uh-huh. it's
0: more of a out of necessity. So, I mean, I, I, it's not that I I obviously can do it. Uh, I, you know, we've all done the personality test. I always kind of score borderline introvert, meaning I could kind of, like, I am an introvert in the way I process things, the way I gain energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I can I can step into the extrovert world when I need to.
1: Yeah, that really does right. fascinate me because it tends to be a black or white
0: Right. So, meaning, so like I work, I've worked retail.
1: Yeah, very personable. Mo-
0: a long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I work in sales now. Um, so, obviously, it's a skill that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, you
1: meet people where they're at, which is a very beautiful trait.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So, when it's just me, meaning not you and I as a team, <laughs> as an entity, because that's what we are. Um, I have to be fill that role, but then when it's me and you, and you naturally fill that role, I am very content to feed off of your energy and observe the interactions that you you kind of I don't want to say force, but like yeah, you know what I mean. See, you
1: you you're presenting it like because I know mainly you're scared of me, but you're no, presenting stop. it. No. no, that's not what no, I was no, saying seriously. at all. No, seriously. No, listen, you're presenting it rude. You're presenting it like it's a choice, but when a certain no. person came over, no, when I met a certain person after our pool gathering because we had an awesome pool party. Because that is the great thing, you know. There's so many things I hate about Florida, but you know, we live in we live on a postcard, people. Yeah. We we live in Sarasota, Florida. If you don't know what Sarasota, Florida is like, Google it. Okay. Yeah. It's a postcard.
0: Basically. Here's what... Like, it's if you, paradise. Right. If you Google paradise... Sarasota,
1: Sarasota comes up. Right.
0: Sarasota, Florida will come up somewhere in your feed.
1: Yes. So we went to a pool party with people from our complex. And our, one of Ben's gym friends lives in our complex, which is awesome. Okay, cool.
0: I don't, apparently... Where are you going with this? No, let me explain.
1: <laughs> so apparently when we're at this pool party... Yeah. You know, this is my first time meeting this group. So I'm doing my thing. I'm doing a gig. Yep. I got a set. I can't help it. I can't help it.
0: Right. I mean, it's just you being you.
1: But I feel like what you were just saying a little while ago Uh is that there's a choice for you to take the back seat when when we're together. But what I'm finding out from your gym friends. No,
0: but I do make the choice. So what their observation was is that I was way more quiet than what I am at <laughs> the gym. Because
1: I'm so loud.
0: And it's not that I'm super talkative at the gym.
1: Bullshit. Really-
0: <laughs> but I'm really not. But, yeah, I, it is a choice. I mean, it's, because it's not a role that I, I have to fill around you. And that's, I think, what makes us so brilliant. Okay Why did you go Like you went super silent You're writing stuff down I'm writing stuff down It's making me very nervous
1: Here's the thing (laughs) Here's the thing I just wrote him I'm just going to tell you I wasn't going to tell you guys But we have paper in front of us And I just wrote him a note You are so beautiful Because he is He's such a beautiful man Here's the deal people So when I met the friends at the pool After the gathering They were all like Ben, you were so quiet. You didn't, You hardly talked. And it got me thinking, honey. It mm-hmm. got me thinking, like, do I, do I, do, do I come in like the, the umbrella down by the pool where there's all this sunshine and then you open the umbrella and it's shade? Like, yeah. do I shade you because of my extroverted personality?
0: I, I feel like some of this is coming from something that my father said to you years and years and years ago.
1: Oh, that damage is in play, but that has nothing okay. to do with what I'm asking you. Yeah. He did observe that.
0: That I don't. Well, he, but he was being, I I would say.
1: He was speaking from his pain.
0: Right. From his marriage to your pro- mom. He was projecting onto me. What, why did that make you cringe?
1: Well, I didn't mean that to sound like a negative thing, but he he was noticing that he felt what he had learned from marriage was it's just safe to be quiet.
0: Oh, yeah, I, right. But, but I've gotten that ob- I I feel like people misconstrue my silence for in the retail world weakness,
1: mm-hmm. or
0: weakness in general, mm-hmm. or um, that I don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. I, I, there there's lots of things within that I think people label my silence with that aren't true.
1: Mm-hmm. Meaning, well said
0: i i If I have an opinion, I say it,
1: yes, and sometimes you say it to a point where i 'm so embarrassed that 's what True. people don't understand, like I get this rap for being the extrovert in the big mouth, but there are times, and we're going to talk about we're going to talk about a certain scenario that you put me into I put you into yeah and and wish to work and you okay. you you do not hold back right so like but people perceive you as oh the quiet one
0: right he's the introvert she's the
1: extrovert
0: right well and they kind of label introvert as like a negative which i don't i've never really understood i i mean yeah i i mean i think just like anything in life there's the extreme to being an extrovert that could be a negative and there's the extreme to being an introvert that could be a negative i mean i i do have to watch myself like a I can be a homebody sometimes, and the danger there is, like, never leaving, which I'm not really that person anyway, but, I mean, I've definitely felt myself leaning that direction in times in my life.
1: And we did more of that in Pennsylvania because Mm -hmm. the weather was conducive to isolating. Mm -hmm. So the tough part with PA was when we wanted to say, hey, we don't want to go anywhere, we had an excuse. Right. It was either pouring rain, freezing, or black ice. Yeah. But here... Every single damn day the sun comes out and is like, you can't hide in your house. And yep. we're like, God bless. Yep. You know? But back to back to, all right, let's talk about <laughs> so we have your gym, you know, we have we've had friends over, but we have yeah. your gym friend over. And I was doing my thing. You right. know, I'm like Martha Stewart meets Dave Chappelle meets all the, you know, mm-hmm. all the comedians, right? Yeah and I'm like entertaining and I'm making them laugh and I love making people laugh you know even in my darkest days when I like when my when even during my suicidal times I still enjoyed making people laugh you know Mm -hmm. even though I had this wish to like just let life stop I still have always loved making people laugh right so we have everybody we have them over and we're making them laugh but they noted they commented on how quiet you were and it actually made me feel bad
0: well but it also bothers me uh for you a little bit mm. because i think people uh, like my father kind of assumed that you basically forced me into that corner <laughs> or <laughs> using your analogy like you you're the umbrella that blocks the sun well no i i have the choice i can step away from that umbrella if i want to or walk around the corner whatever like don't force baby in the corner
1: yeah don't um, put baby in the corner is that what it was nobody puts baby in the there corner you go. patrick but, may you rest I mean, in peace Nobody puts baby But
0: in the I'm I it's a conscious decision on my I point know. because part of it is because I enjoy you so much and the other part is like it's I I don't have to fill that role so I'm not going to
1: And you also And I'm
0: comfortable in that role like I'm I'm yes. comfortable observing everything around me and when i need to say something i will
1: yeah and a good portion of our ministry Mm -hmm. or a good portion of our marriage i was in ministry so i was preaching and teaching and speaking and public speaking and you would always be in attendance and and my preaching style was one of you know comedy and seriousness like i'll make you cry but i'm going to make you laugh yeah and and you would always be part of that So talk to me more, though, about when we – now let's broaden it. When we go to parties where there's more than just a – because we're going to go back to what happened to us during a private dinner party in our home. But I want to talk about when we go to the bigger gigs, Mm -hmm. when we go to, like, the big parties, the Halloween party that my Mm -hmm. beautiful friend would host, Influencer, on Instagram. Oh, my God. Lindsay. Lindsay. Lindsay's everything. All right? We'll get you her information because I want you to follow her. And, and I, I, I'm just, it naturally just happened for me to plug her. So we're going to get you her information. But she's an influencer on Instagram. She's on TikTok. She's on Pinterest. And she's a, so gifted. But she throws a Halloween party, which we missed yesterday because mm-hmm. we're here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay? She throws this every year. And Ben and I dress up every year. Right. And like complete idiots, the year before we moved here, we go to this party, which is predominantly made of, up of parents and young children, mm-hmm. and we go as what?
0: What did we go as?
1: The last party before you Mickey,
0: moved. no, because that's actually not, because I think what you're referencing was the year before.
1: Regardless. Mickey, wasn't
0: uh, it Mickey and no, Minnie? No,
1: we did Mickey and Minnie. Our final time visiting Lindsay's amazing Halloween party, we went. As the Day of the Dead.
0: Oh, that was... Yeah.
1: And everybody there had small children.
0: Yeah, they were kind of angry with us.
1: They weren't angry with us. They were taken back by... And we did the realistic...
0: Yeah, you went all out.
1: We went all out. I yeah. learned. I watched YouTube and I did the Day of the Dead face. Yep. I did the Black Veil. Yeah. I had the Red Rose because yep. we were into the latest Disney movie at that time, Coco, right. which is a beautiful yep. film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We go to this party. These kids are mortified. Mm-hmm. These kids are looking at skeletons. Okay. And my friend, loving and gracious welcomes us in compliments our makeup but everybody at that party i mean her pastor was there her neighbors were there Mm -hmm. mortified and i get it we were dressed as dead people i think
0: even like because we actually had to run some errands too
1: and we terrified people in target
0: right yeah we got some weird yeah
1: our skull faces were so realistic people like you don't understand go google day of the dead makeup and we did it professionally
0: can you pull your mic back just a tad for me please
1: when you give me direction, yes, and we're live, yeah, it's slightly embarrassing. I'm so sorry, but I, I do understand that we are still perfecting our craft. Yeah, okay. So you're listening to the audio, so you yeah. can hear me. So right. was I sounding like
0: just it was like the poppy, pops a little poppy. bit? Yeah. Okay.
1: Also, I think we need to note I have had a glass of wine. Yeah. Okay. So what happens when I have this wine? This is going
0: to be interesting, folks.
1: What happens when I have wine?
0: It gets interesting. I
1: get loud, right? Even louder mm-hmm. than my normal Italian. Don't I get louder when I...
0: You get a little more Italian.
1: I get way Italian with the alcohol. Right. It's all right. And I get loud, mm-hmm. right? But I'm our, we're, we're loud, too, because we both have hearing problems. <laughs> we both true. have hearing <laughs> problems, which is a nightmare as a couple. <laughs> He has hearing problems because he spent too much time near artillery when he was in the Army. I have right. hearing problems because, well, I just have poor health in every – check every box. I have a problem. Mm-hmm. you know. But getting back, I yeah. want you – we're back to the Halloween party. Talk to me about when we were in the Halloween party setting where there were multiple couples with lots of kids. How did you feel our dynamic?
0: See, that's the brilliant thing about you and I, though, is that like, our dynamic never changes. It just shifts. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, you can be across the room.
1: Loud AF.
0: And I, and
1: no, I'm, I feel like
0: you're being a little negative No, you know how there. I am.
1: You know how I am. But
0: you can be across the room. I can be on the other side. I mean, I can carry a conversation with the person next to me if I need to. But if I don't have to, like, I'm, I don't. I don't know how to I'm, – I'm content to be in the background.
1: Yeah, but, but honey, this is where I But struggle. I can take
0: the stage when I need to. You do,
1: and you take the stage. This is why I don't – Whenever every day you beg me, honey, go to the gym with me. First thing, I don't work out at 4 a.m. Because my body isn't awake. My brain isn't awake. Mm-hmm. I then sleep till 6. I typically get up at 6 a.m. I have my cup of coffee, and I hold my son, and we call it coffee cuddles.
0: Mm-hmm. I think our our food deliveries here. I think I just During- saw them. I just I think I just saw them drive <laughs> over a curb.
1: <laughs> so like we tom tong- we timed our filming our like our recording perfectly and we totally forgot that because we mentioned we love our food delivery. Yeah. Because we live on the third floor. <laughs> And the mojo is flowing so strong right now. Like, I'm about to get into the heavy topic. Okay. And now you're saying we're probably getting our food delivered. But
0: that's okay. We gotta
1: Because we haven't done a commercial break yet. Right. So we could do a commercial break. And I'm excited because this is our first time trying a different delivery service. Kroger.
0: Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Kroger.
1: Shout out to Kroger because we've been using – Florida's big on Publix, which is like, you right. know. But we're digressing severely. And that yeah. is the problem with us. I want to know, uh, th- this is what dumbfounds me, <laughs> your friends told me, yeah. okay, at the pool, Okay. that when you're at the gym, yep. okay, and I want to know, and and this is not a trick question, this isn't like when wives ask you a question, like, does this m- dress make me look fat, mm-hmm. it's not a trick. Okay. A certain one of your gym, gym friends told me, at the pool, while we were eating, dip, yep. chips and dip that you talk non stop at the gym. Uh-huh. Is that true? I
0: don't I don't feel like like genuinely I don't feel like it is. I but I, and I also wonder if if they were making that statement based off of the contrast
1: after meeting me.
0: Well, m- meeting us. Mean, ooh, meeting us. In, in our dynamic when we're out in a social, social setting.
1: Because they saw us at a pool party with how many people? We had like 10 people at yeah, like that. It was a good crowd. We totally took over the pool. And it's a shared pool. Mm-hmm. But we totally took it over. And it was awesome. I mean, we all brought food. Yeah, it was wonderful. The camaraderie, the fellowship. It was amazing. Yeah. everybody brought a different food. And we had, we had cocktails and we were in the pool. Yeah. It was just beautiful. Right. But I was doing my thing. Right, You know, I was, wonderful. I was doing a little bit of stand up and I was living my dream because you yeah. know how I am. Mm-hmm. I'm living my dream. But after that gathering, the very next time I saw your gym friends, they kind of commented on how you're not that quiet.
0: Right. But I mean, because it's a different setting. I have to fill that role then. What do you mean? Or I can fill that role. I don't have to. But I mean, like.
1: Which role? The role at the gym?
0: The role of when I'm solo in the public. Like, that side of me kicks in then.
1: But what I really love mm-hmm. is you, like, I think I know you and know you really well. But I I come to find out, because I'm the therapist, mm-hmm. right? I'm the marriage and family therapist. I come to find out that when you're at the gym, you're given dating advice. I'm like, wh- who, what? No, I don't. No, I was told you give dating <laughs> advice, so I would like to know.
0: Uh, I th- the only advice that I can think of, and if they want to like say that this is dating advice, is I've listened to the conversation and I point out red flags. So is that dating advice? Oh
1: my God! Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what I've been told by the I women, never
0: I never considered that dating advice. I'm just it's more of me like ooh, be well, careful.
1: Okay, but here's the thing, and this fascinates me. Oh. Okay. So he, Ben works out with predominantly these powerhouse women that look like they could compete. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. I've met them. I love them. I'm in love with them. Awesome. And only like maybe one or two dudes, right? Yeah, I mean, spouses join.
0: Whoever rotates in and out, yeah, it changes. But you're
1: predominantly working with very powerful, strong, professional women, RNs, right? Mm-hmm. Then your trainer is a female who mm-hmm. is a beautiful, just the swan. She looks like looks, looks, right. looks, looks, looks a swan to me. I hear what they tell me. They did. They told me. That you, you comment on, because they're most of them are on dating apps. Right. And guys, just so you know, these aren't like 20-year-old college students. These are older women who, I'm so impressed, <laughs> they are out in the world. They are swiping right. They don't give a shit. They're dating. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. They tell me
0: uh-huh.
1: that you recognize, like, when, when they tell you about the, the dudes. Yeah. You, like, comment on the dudes and, like, like what's going on with these guys. So, like, you alert them to yeah. red flags. Expand upon what are the red flags.
0: Well, I mean, so one of the girls will date, like, veterans a lot.
1: Females. One of the females. What did I say? Well, she's not a girl. She's a oh, woman. She's okay. a grown-ass woman.
0: Okay. Um, so it's But easy- it's
1: cute that you say girl.
0: Okay. hmm so she'll talk about them and then like things about the service will come up and I'm like, "Eh, that doesn't sound very true."
1: Yeah, we're very bad on when we meet veterans right. if they tell anything that doesn't like like I was, you know, I was a general and we're like, "You're 20. Like right. how were exactly. you a general?" And then stuff like, "Well, how long were you in?" "One year." Ooh.
0: Right. Ooh, right.
1: that's not good. Yeah. So why did you get kicked out? Right. And you're very good at telling the women, right. telling your female friends. If he was in the and Army not, for 15 minutes, he might right. be a problem. And,
0: and to be fair, my problem isn't that they were only in for a year because you served. You're still a veteran. You served.
1: Roger. To, yep.
0: m- to me, though, it's when, you, when you're not up front about why or you uh, maybe not even necessarily up front, but when you actively lie about it.
1: Or why it was only one year? Because for those for civilians out there, you may not know. You can't sign up for the army for a year.
0: Right. This isn't book club. It's the lie that bothers me. It's not book club. Because the lie isn't necessary. You you still served, and we've you know we've all made mistakes. But why for
1: only one year?
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, I, you know, I feel like we probably have to pay our dues. We probably have to have a commercial. That was
0: really here. smooth, Boo.
1: I know, but listen wow. to me. I'm I'm so excited about the next question that you don't know about, okay. but we we do need we need to pay we our We do dues. need to try to
0: make some money. We it gotta, would be it would be nice if we made some money.
1: We got to we're never going to make money on
0: this.
1: <laughs> we're never going to make money on this. But we do need to pay homage to Spotify. So we'll it's nuts. We'll,
0: well Spotify owns them anchor All
1: right, who anchor? Oh my god. You're the best at this. Jesus, I can't. <laughs> Dear baby Jesus, please help me. Yeah. All right, so anchor. Yes. We're going to pay homage to anchor, but then when we come back, okay? There's you're going to be in the hot seat. I'm oh. putting you in the hot seat. Okay. And we're going to talk we're going to really seriously talk about something. <laughs> okay. But we're going to take a break and pay homage to the people that love us. Okay. Peace out. All right. All right, welcome back. We we just had a delivery mm-hmm. of our groceries. It was
0: it was the truck I was, saw yes, running over the curb as they turned. Over the curb. Down.
1: So we had our groceries. Also, cheers. Also, cheers because all right. So everybody, just so you guys know, it we've never recorded while drinking alcohol. This is our first time. I have a glass of wine, and you have what uh, whiskey? Yep. Okay. So this is our first time. I don't know how that's going to dictate how things go, because you know me. Like, it's going to get, it might get louder. I don't know, because when I, you know, when I have my cocktail, I tend to get even more animated, which I didn't even know was possible, because I'm I'm already, you know. So what I want to get back to, we're going to talk about a specific instance that happened, but we 've talked a little bit about the difference between you and me in social settings and the right. difference between you and me when we when we 're around other people we 're also interesting in the fact that when we go into a place with other couples, like we don't have to stay on top of each other. we mingle mm-hmm. um, we we read the room
0: mm-hmm. we get
1: around um, but then when like if if we figure out that there are people. Within that gathering that like annoy us We quickly regroup And we're like You know we need to find reasons to leave Right We're good at having See we have a good exit strategy Always Yeah we always When we go to a I mean that's
0: a general rule to begin with But yes I
1: don't think most couples get this Right You need to have a good exit Because here's the problem for us We don't have kids Okay human kids We have a fur child so we can't be like most couples. Oh, I got to get back because the babysitter has to go home. Right. Oh, I need to leave now because the baby's teething. Yeah. People don't like when we're like, we have to leave because we have to get back to our Yorkshire Terrier because he wants to play with pirate chicken. Right? They don't like that. Yeah. So we don't really have a lot of good excuses. When you don't have kids, you can't exit gatherings with excuses about the little people you created, right? Right. So, so we're kind of like screwed sometimes when we we can't just yeah, say, we "Hey, basically this party just, sucks."
0: Right. We have to say, "Oh no, we, we're bored. We're gonna leave now." or yeah. I mean, there's no good way to not basically hint at the fact that we're bored and we're not having a good time, so we're just gonna leave.
1: We're just gonna leave because <laughs> then we just look like assholes. And even
0: if we don't say yeah. that. I mean, which we never have, to be... I mean, let's never. be clear. no. But you know that everybody's just assuming that, like, oh, yeah. they're not but having a good time. people with
1: kids, they have that out.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And if we say, well, we got to get home to our dog, you know. Right. People look at us like...
0: Which in...
1: We don't use that word. We don't use the DOG word in our house. It's mm-hmm. It's not acceptable. But also...
0: So what people don't understand about us, though, is like our dog is our baby.
1: hmm hmm
0: So when we say that, I think we get looked at kind of with like side-eyed, like, "Ooh, it's yeah. just a dog." Well, maybe to you it is, but
1: maybe to you it's just a dog, but right. that's our kid.
0: But we digress.
1: Yeah, but we're di- but that's what we do. All di- right. Yeah,
0: that's true. So <laughs> now
1: let's talk about a specific instance. Okay, I'm going to
0: the rebrand will be we digress. We digress. That'll be the next podcast. That'll
1: be the next podcast. I'm going to introduce <laughs> this topic. So Ben and I were raised Christian. hmm And uh, part of our upbringing was praying before meals. Yes. Saying grace. Mm-hmm. Okay. No matter where you were. No matter where you were. Yep. Whether it was a potluck in the fellowship hall. Mm-hmm. Or if it was over at... Uh, you know, Aunt June's mm-hmm. on Sunday night, yep. and, and we're both PKs, we're both pastor's kids. So mm-hmm. part of our upbringing entailed being invited to a whole lot of shitty dinners, oh. like meals that sucked. A lot. Yeah. And the favorite thing they liked to do with my father was like, oh, our pastor's Italian, I'm going to make Italian. Yep. Please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Because when you make your lasagna with sour cream, that's disgusting. But what I was told was (laughs) if you go over to that house Mm -hmm. and you don't eat the food, you're embarrassing your father, who is the pastor. Mm -hmm. So we grew up with people. You know what
0: we've never done? What? It just dawned on me. What? We both grew up as PKs. PKs. We've never sat down and, and compared our experiences.
1: Oh my God. Ben Nathaniel, we yeah. have never talked about what our experience. I mean,
0: we've we've shared stories together,
1: mostly and, trauma.
0: But we've never really just sat down and like, oh, we were both PKs. I mean, again, we digress. But we should do that sometime.
1: That's a whole another episode. No, here's what I say: we don't talk about that alone. Mm-hmm. We talk about that on on our podcast because we've never had an intimate alone conversation about what it was like to grow up as pastor's children. Right. Because people don't understand.
0: It's a different life. It's a
1: different life. And also, that saying, you grow up in a fishbowl, what it means is that everything you do is on display. Yep. You act out, it's on display. Yep. You mess up, it's on display. You're Mm -hmm. successful, it's on display. And somebody will talk to you and blame your father for it. Right. Well, anyway, we... We no longer we haven't for many years prayed over our meals. Right. Okay. So we had we had a couple over. hmm We had no idea what their religious affiliation was because we don't we don't care. Right. We love you if you're religious. Yep. We love you if you're agnostic. We love you if you're atheist. I will love you if you come into my house and you say you're a Satanist. I don't care. Right. I love you. Right. Okay? So, we had a couple over. We didn't have him fill out a pre-survey.
0: Oh, maybe we should do that.
1: I'm wondering.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm anyway. wondering.
1: Should we have a survey? So, we have a couple over. I'm in love with the guy. Okay? I'm in love with the guy, mm-hmm. the male.
0: No, he was a nice guy.
1: Sweet, smelled amazing. He did smell, smell really good. Didn't he smell good? Mm-hmm. And of course, she was breathtakingly beautiful. So we had over this couple mm-hmm. that is like a ten out of a possible ten. Right. Okay, I make my homemade baked ziti. I make salad. I make breadsticks. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, he's he's right now. Everybody, right? <laughs> let me let me give you an insight. <laughs> ben is on the mixing board that we paid a lot of money for. And he's lowering my mic, <laughs> and he's lowering my mic because I'm getting worked up. Okay, so we have this couple over, and we're sitting at our dining room table. Candles are lit. Yep. ZD is waffling. The smell of baked z d is waffling through the through the our beautiful apartment. Yep. My cheat, my breadsticks made Olive Garden look like they were Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Right. We're just enjoying the company. His cologne, his cologne, mixing with my baked ziti, Mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. You're sitting next to me, my ride or die. Mm-hmm. And I put everything down. I make sure everybody has drinks. And what happened? I'm going to let, listen, oh, listen. I wasn't
0: prepared for this. No, listen. You're the one that's supposed to tell the story. No. No, I wasn't I'm ready for that. I'm about
1: to power down. No. I'm going to power what? down. You... I want you to tell the people what happened next, but I want them to get get the picture. This is so
0: unfair. But
1: according to your experience, and then I'm going to come I in. I can give
0: them my experience after you tell the story.
1: Negative, Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. And again, for those of you that love movie <laughs> quotes, that would be Top Gun with Tom Cruise, the original, not <laughs> the second one, Maverick. Mm-hmm. What happened next after I served the food, candles lit... Mm-hmm. It's just two couples.
0: He So he basically, like, held his hands out. Because, you know, typically, well, I, know I was, people do it differently. But I, I, I have experienced a lot where you hold hands while you pray.
1: When you say grace, you reach across the table and you make a circle. Right. And you hold hands. Right. So, I grew up where we held hands.
0: Right. Same. So he kind of held out his hands and you and I kind of looked at each other like, because it's been so long well since... I thought
1: he was hitting on me and I was really excited oh, okay because I thought you know he's hitting well I
0: thought he was trying to hold her hand which I thought was kind of weird but then like why is the other hand out too
1: reach him for your wife
0: right so then because it's been so long it's since been so long either long of us have
1: have held hands to, pr- to say grace
0: right so so we were just kind of like it was kind of like that awkward moment where I guess he thought that we would just do that like just jump right on board and then finally he said, "Well, do you guys pray before grace?"
1: No, do you pray before or, a meal?
0: Yeah, sorry. What did I say? Pray before Do you before pray grace? before grace?
1: <laughs> do you grace before you pray? Yeah. Do you pray and grace
0: at the same time?
1: <laughs> do you grace pray? Right. Okay. But yeah.
0: So he asked if we say grace before we eat.
1: But it wasn't a question. It wasn't a question. You're missing it was that, a statement. Love. Right. It was a statement.
0: It was the way he said it. It was right. the
1: way he said it.
0: And we were both kind of like, uh, not really.
1: But and nervous. Then, we didn't want right. to, you know.
0: So, yeah. And then, so it was kind of like, again, like, well, then, are you sure you don't, like, say grades before you eat? And I was like, oh, so, like.
1: But, but let me back up. See, this is why you were supposed to I'm tell the story. I'm sorry, let me back up. I'm so sorry, because <laughs> what a profound point that you made the next day is it wasn't a question. Right. So a question is something like. Well, I was trying to get the story like, out first. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. A question is sort of like, do you like milk? So then you right. would say,
0: No, no, I hate, I hate you milk. don't
1: like milk. And right. in fact, it pisses me off because <laughs> he gets cereal and he fills the bowl full of milk and then he pours the milk, he eats the cereal and he pours the milk down the sink. When he said this, he didn't ask a question. He said, you I guys, mean, it was a,
0: the you words. You guys
1: say grace.
0: Right. The like, words, if you would look at the words, you'd be like, oh, that's a question, like on paper. But yeah, it was but definitely. But the
1: inflection in his voice was like, "It
0: was definitely, oh, we're
1: saying grace, and right. you're going to join me in your own home around your own meal. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He's turning the mic down again. It's okay. He's turning Don't mic even down Don't worry about again. me. You're turning the mic down yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. So what the, people, <laughs> what the people need to know is that he asks us a question, but it wasn't a question. Right. It was, we're praying over the food right now.
0: Right. And now, it was a beautiful prayer.
1: It was. It really was. My gosh. Yeah. For an agnostic, I was about to convert back to my old faith. Because mm-hmm. it was a beautiful prayer. But what ha- why did you struggle with the way he presented this?
0: It, because we, in our own home we weren't given a choice. Mm.
1: Mhm.
0: Mhm. I mean that's that's the sh- the short of it right there. So And and honestly, like so yes, we still would have been uncomfortable if it was a legitimate question and and we were like legitimately asked, Hey, do you guys pray before Grace? That's a question, right? We I think our inclination would have been to say no, but of course we're gonna say yes, because like what Like, for us, you know, what does it really matter?
1: So here... And here's here's my point. If he would have asked us an honest question... Right. Do you guys pray mm-hmm. before you eat? Right. We would have said... Can I
0: say it again? I feel like I said it again. What? Pray what? before you grace.
1: Pray before you grace?
0: I feel like I might have done it again. I feel
1: like I'm in the presence of, like, British people. <laughs> do you pray before you raise. <laughs> no, listen... If he would have asked us, "Is it okay if I pray? Mm-hmm. Is it okay if I say grace?" Absolutely. Yeah. Because here's the thing, you—if your heart is moving you to say grace over the meal that I prepared, mm-hmm. go with God. Right. Just because you and I don't pray before meals, mm-hmm. go with God. Right. It was a sweet, loving gesture. Right. We will never tell someone, no. Right. You can't pray. Right. Because then you know what? We're no better than the people that we don't like right. in organized mm-hmm. religion. Mm-hmm. So, but, but that wasn't the question. It was a statement. I'm going to pray now, and yeah. you're going to join in, and yep. you're going to like it. Right. So it was sort of like when my mom was like, you're going to eat this, and you're going to like it. But mm-hmm. I'm like, Mom, I hate Brussels sprouts. You're going to eat it, and you're going to like it. Yes. Because somewhere in a third world country, <laughs>
0: oh, yep.
1: someone could be offered Brussels, Brussels sprouts and they're not getting it because they're in a third world country. Mm-hmm. So he prayed right. and he held and my hand. It was a beautiful prayer. He thanked the Lord for the woman, i.e. me, <laughs> <He's>
0: <laughs>
1: who blessed the meal. Right? We're, ben is laughing because we're holding my son, the Yorkshire Terrier, because he was crying and he's trying to lick me. Yeah. Because he loves his mom. And he thinks I'm getting worked up. Right. So he heard... So so Loki is a little bit like a support dog.
0: A little bit. In the he's sense...
1: A, he's a support puppy. Yeah. So he heard my voice raise. Mm-hmm. And now he thinks mom's in distress. So he wants to lick my face to calm me. Yep. So he prayed. It was a beautiful prayer. Now here's why I'm pissed off at you. Oh, why? Because...
0: Oh, I think I know why.
1: I... You squeezed my yes. hand... Hard, yep. And it made me laugh. <laughs> so now this man is mm-hmm. praying. Yep. He's saying a nice prayer. And I got the giggles. And everyone knows, everybody listening, you know, when you get the giggles, yep. you can't. It doesn't matter if it's a funeral or if it's church. <laughs> or if it, when you get the giggles. Yep. So Ben squeezes my hand like a jerk. And I lose it.
0: But I, I was squeezing your hand because I was going to lose it. Explain. Well, cause, I mean, because I, I mean, let's call it what it is. That, <laughs> that it, totally. Everybody's listening to Loki give mommy kisses. Go ahead. He's um, giving mommy kisses. I mean, I was a, I was a little angry.
1: Explain. Just expand, the fact that
0: I wasn't given a choice.
1: That you weren't given a choice right. if he was going to uh, pray over dinner. Right. He, here's my thing, too. We don't, we don't pray over our meals. Yeah. Okay. Even when I was in the ministry,
0: uh-huh.
1: I didn't pray over every meal. Yeah. Okay. Even when I was a pastor, when I was a youth pastor, when I was in the chaplaincy in the army. Because here's the deal. I believe that the Lord mm-hmm. is very busy, mm-hmm. okay? He's got a lot to do. Yeah. So when I decide to have a Pop-Tart at 11 a.m., mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I need to let him do him, mm-hmm. okay? I don't need the, to summon him. I know I just spoke to you around 8 when I had my over-easy eggs, mm-hmm. but I'm checking in again over Some my pop here at 11 to say grace. Yeah. So we don't even when I was very devout, I didn't pray over every single meal, but some people feel like they need to they need to thank their lord, their god, their savior for every meal. Mm-hmm. Do you? I respect that. But when right. you go to a dinner party and you ask to say you don't ask. You you tell the people that you're going to say grace. Mhm how how would someone feel if i all of a sudden said i'm going to go ahead and discuss over dinner why i'm an agnostic it would probably be very uncomfortable for them right and that's the part you struggled with yes but the funniest part for me uh-huh. was i'm sitting there thinking how sweet this is yeah you're sitting there thinking you're annoyed yep we don't talk about it Nope. then the next day Yep. Out of nowhere, we decide to unpack what happened to us, yep. and we find out we had two totally different experiences at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love. That's yeah. what I love, because I knew you were annoyed, but when you squeezed my hand and made me laugh, I was seriously <laughs> going to kill you. I yeah. was going to kick you in your knee. Oh but it was a beautiful prayer it was it was a great night we had a wonderful meal
0: let me ask you this yeah so let's say he read the room so after he saw us kind of like nervously looking at each other and then at him what if he would have been like okay do you mind if i if i just say a silent prayer how would you oh, feel about that
1: absolutely
0: is that more or less awkward, though?
1: No, not awkward at all. If you if you want to close your eyes in silence mm-hmm. and, and pray over your meal, I respect that. I respect that. The problem I had with it was like we were given no choice. Right. If we would have said no to that, we were really jerks. Mm-hmm. And if we would have joined in on it, it was insincere because we don't pray over meals. Right. So see? Yeah. That's the rub. That's the tough I part.
0: I think it would have been really funny if they would have... Asked one of us to pray though.
1: Ben, how many times after I left ministry did we go to a wedding yeah. or a funeral or a baptism and they looked at oh, me no, like, oh I know
0: it's happened. Do is... your
1: thing, Clydette. And it I'm like, really I'm funny. not in the game anymore, dudes. Yeah, I'm not in the game. Yep. How many weddings have we gone to mm-hmm. and they've looked at me right before when the, the meal is served like, oh, well, Clydette will pray.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's just. It's just—it's just one of those situations where I didn't expect you to take a comical response.
0: Mm. I
1: didn't expect you to squeeze my hand really hard, mm-hmm. which made me laugh. <laughs> and then I was worried I was going to laugh during the prayer, mm-hmm. and that's just—that's—that's that's unacceptable.
0: That would have been rude. Because
1: it was a very serious mm-hmm. prayer. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we are—we—we we are, yeah, we are very different in those social settings. So after dinner. We recline to the living room, mm-hmm. and we just start to chat. Mm-hmm. We just start to chat about life, and and again, you know, I'm the one doing all the talking.
0: And there's nothing wrong with that.
1: But I'm feeling guilty because...
0: But I, here's what I, I would ask you going forward. I think you feel like you're doing all the talking...
1: Oh I'm sorry, that's really loud. I'm giving Lo- I'm giving Loshi a treat, and that's really loud. Go ahead, <laughs> honey. Go ahead. I,
0: I think you're you feel like you're doing all the talking, which I would pose that you're doing the majority I of the talking. I do a lot of talking. But you allow room for me to join in
1: mm-hmm.
0: if if I choose to.
1: So what are you then? Are you in social settings with me? Are you an extrovert or are you an introvert? Or are you both?
0: Uh, so here here's the both i i think because of our relationship and how comfortable we are and how close we are in all aspects of our life it's not like it's just at home or just out for people to see us like we're kind of who we are no matter where oh, where what the space we're yeah, occupying is yeah we're not is. censored we don't so censor i think it's it's i i if i'm with you i it I'm allowed to be more of my true self mm-hmm. which means I frankly I'm more introverted.
1: Mm. Mhm.
0: Whereas when I'm solo like I'm I I have to you know I got to be but, the one. But
1: I got to go back to this. I got to go back <laughs> to this. Okay. The girls say mm-hmm. when you're at the gym.
0: Yeah, but it's separate of you. It's I I have to fill that role then.
1: But but let me... I want to go deeper.
0: Or it's not that I have to. But it's do you I, enjoy I it?
1: Do, when you're at the gym and you're chatting everyone up mm-hmm. during the workout. But see,
0: here's the other thing, though, too, that I don't think people realize is that, like, if you would be at the gym with me, you would be saying the same things that I do.
1: No, necessarily. Here's the thing, though. But
0: if if not, then that's when I would come in with, oh, I think this. But... But when it's me and you as a dynamic i don't I don't necessarily have to because you're you 're filling that space for both of us
1: all right but here 's what i don 't think you understand i' actually,
0: I'm, I'm like do I need to feel bad now that i 'm kind of am I pushing you into that corner
1: no here 's here 's what i don't think you understand me at the gym uh-huh i don 't want to talk to the girls okay. i don 't want to do a gig i don 't want to be motivational okay i don 't want to be funny I want to get my work on
0: see but some I of want, that
1: Pause, though. Sorry. I want to get my workout on. I want to keep my thigh gap. I want to get my respiration up. I want to get my abs flatter. I want to get my arms tighter. Uh I'm not there to perform. Right. So if you and I finally ever get to the gym together, Mm -hmm. do you. Okay. Go out with the girls. Talk about the red flag. Swipe right. Swipe left. I don't give a crap. Mm -hmm. When I'm at the gym, I go hard and I go long. Ask anybody that ever served with me in the military mm-hmm. when I go to the gym i I'm not going there to entertain mm-hmm. I'm going there to work right, so this would be so a I fascinating think, dynamic no, for so us.
0: what's interesting as you were saying that it kind of dawned on me, so it's kind of like it it kind of reverts back to army days for me like when things were kind of well, there's a lot of things to observe or, and honestly make fun of like I was that guy like I was a sarcastic guy that would make fun of the fact that we they called us in for a, an 18-hour training. We all rushed in, and then we waited two hours to, like, do the next thing. Oh. I was always the what, one. Like, to,
1: I was called up 50 times after 9-11 right. and never deployed till 2003.
0: Exactly. So the gym it feels a little bit like that for me sometimes. And, like, sometimes things just happen in the gym that, like, somebody will be doing a ridiculous workout, and I can't, like, of course the sarcastic self in, my, in me is going to say something.
1: Well let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I don't think you know I don't think you know the answer to this, but I'm gonna <laughs> ask you this. When have we ever been together in a public gym?
0: We've never uh
1: LA fitness. Yep. Okay? And it was a nightmare. It was because LA fitness is disgusting. Yeah. All it is is LA fitness is a place to go, wear your tight clothes and pick people up Mm -hmm. nobody really goes to la fitness to work out yeah but here's the thing if i was to get up tomorrow because it's monday Uh at four o'clock which it ain't gonna happen but let's just hypothetically say i get up at 4 a.m and i go to the gym with you when i get to the gym and we're not Mm going to name it because i don't know if it's appropriate to name it do you want i mean do you think we can name your gym no
0: we can do whatever we want i think my preference would be to not name things and hopefully start getting leave the option for sponsorships later
1: all right well you can dream
0: it is it's a dream
1: but you go to the gym tomorrow yeah i'm not gonna entertain those girls like i did when they were in my home i'm going there to work out
0: see but this is where you're going wrong i don't say things to entertain others
1: you know what i mean
0: i say things because i think it's funny and it's funny for me to say it
1: yeah but when you're like giving them advice about guys and stuff, I don't have time for that. Well, yeah that's true. When I go to the gym, I'm not a therapist, yeah. I'm not a youth pastor, I'm not a minister, I'm not your friend. Right. I'm going to the gym to not feel Man, bloated.
0: listening to you like I've been trying to convince you to go to the gym with me for over a year now, right
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I don't know if mm-hmm. I want you to go with go to the gym with me now. <laughs>
1: Well let me ask you this. There's a reason you don't go on my trails.
0: Oh yeah. you don't go I on my, when I go work you. out
1: on my trails. Yep. Now you're you're fit, you're in good shape, you got beautiful Ish. arms. You ain't gonna keep up with me on the trail. Oh no, there's no way. So if I go to the gym Even
0: I think honestly, in my peak condition I I wouldn't have been able to keep up with you on the trails. Not walking like running. For sure.
1: But when I met but walking
0: you, the way you walk. I, no. I can't I, do it. I,
1: when I walk, I levitate.
0: Yeah. It's, it's crazy how fast you walk.
1: Yes. There are times. You
0: pass people running. I walking. pass
1: 20-year-olds running. And what, what irritates me when I'm on the trail. And I want to talk about this. So we're in Sarasota. It's a big plastic surgery hub. It's a big place where women get the lips, the butt, the boobs, the thighs, the facelifts. These 20 year olds get out on the trail and they're jogging. They call it jogging. Mm-hmm. I don't know who taught them the definition of running, but it's not jogging. Okay? I pass them walking. Mm-hmm. Walking. Yep. When I go to work out and he's lowering the mic again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be a thing you're going to comment on?
1: I'm <laughs> going to comment. Every time you lower my mic because I'm getting excited. Yeah. I'm getting pumped. That's
0: okay. I'm getting motivated. That's why we have a mixer now.
1: I don't go to the gym. This might be the one place. (laughs) And I know I'm yelling because my ears are hurting. This might be the one place when I go to the gym, Mm -hmm. I don't care about your love life. I don't care about your marriage. Mm -hmm. I don't care about your kids. I don't care about your cat. I'm going there to sweat. Yep. When you go to the gym, apparently, hypothetically, (laughs) what's been reported back to me is that you're over there counseling. Yep. You're being the, you're being a sweet listener. Like the girls are coming to you and they're like, oh, Ben, like, so I'm dating this guy named John and he like says he's airborne. But, like, we don't think he ever jumped out of a plane. You're on that. When I go to the gym, don't talk to me. Yeah. Don't come in my space. Don't touch my equipment.
0: I just flashed back to Kuwait, where we met.
1: Talk to me about that.
0: And I think it was when we were friends. But, I mean, we hung out a lot. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. We were just friends. So I would go to the gym... Pretty Tom. much every
0: night. they every So night. this gym was nice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger donated, donated all the equipment.
1: People don't know this. We actually
0: had a really nice volleyball court. In like Kuwait. Official flooring, mm-hmm. everything. So I played volleyball every in night. In Kuwait. Was it in Kuwait?
1: In the middle of a war, we had a volleyball court.
0: Yeah. Where was it again? Kuwait. Okay.
1: Because I can't wait to get to Kuwait. Yeah. That smells like a sewer. Go yeah.
0: ahead. So I... I think I yeah, I ran across you in the gym. Like you were in the zone. I
1: was in the zone.
0: And I, honestly, I don't even like I tried to say hi to you. I tried to like say <laughs> like hey, how's it going, Leonie? Like what's up? Sergeant Leoni to, so to you. That's Sergeant you. That you know, nope. I don't think I don't Mm-mm. I think now I I don't even think you would have a a a memory of that. Attempted conversation No
1: I remember you trying to say hi to me But Mm -hmm. I I didn't have time
0: I felt like you you never once You never once Said Anything like I felt like you didn't even know I was there you were in such a zone
1: No when I'm at the gym Okay I don't see people Mm -hmm. Okay when I was In Kuwait I was going to the Gym to keep From like going insane right because when we were downrange, this is what people don't understand we were only friends we were a platonic you were in a you were married you were very devoted to your wife you were very loyal you were a conservative christian at the time yeah we were only buddies battle buddies Mm -hmm. when i went to the gym and i saw you i was like cool yo sergeant overturf don't
0: to That's right. It was Sergeant to, to you.
1: But don't, yeah, but don't <laughs> talk to me. Don't talk to me because I'm at the gym. And so nowadays as I'm old and more married, don't talk to me. I'm at the gym. I'm not going to the gym to make friends. Mm-hmm. I'm going there to work out. Mm-hmm. But apparently, recap, my husband goes to the gym and is like Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> okay. Uh oh. <laughs> so Ben just picked up our son, our Yorkshire Terrier, and he licked the mic. <laughs> so we don't know if that means he wants to be part of the podcast. So we're digressing. But what Always. what we wanna say here is that when we're in social settings we're just mm-hmm. we're just completely different people, but somehow we entertain collectively. Yeah. And if you come to our house, like I invite any one of you, come to our house. I'll make you bake ziti. If you want to pray, we're going to let you pray over mm-hmm. the meal.
0: Yeah, it wasn't the fact that it was a, necessarily a prayer that bothered it me. It was just
1: that we didn't have a choice.
0: Right. Let, yeah. yeah, let's be fair on that.
1: Just let's respect Cause people. Because even, even
0: having religious conversations doesn't bother me. Because people are naturally kind of curious about where we're at, which is fine.
1: And where we've been. Right. So And how we were raised. Mm-hmm.
0: It's when you then try to force the rest of the conversation on us.
1: Yes. Right. That's the part that we struggle with. But we love people and we love... What I love about us is like just the take that you have on the people that come into our home, that come into our space. The take that you have on them is so different than me. What do you mean? Because like you, you will typically entertain people while I'm cooking. Yep. Okay, I love that. Okay, let me cook. Let me nurture. Mm-hmm. You're more in the, be- and you're entertaining. You're like, you're talking. <coughs> That's so real. I like
0: how you like turned your head to the side and it doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> it
1: doesn't matter. And
0: covering t- the mic like up made I, it worse. <laughs> I
1: turn my head and I'm choking. I'm literally dying on air.
0: You're, but- not, you're not dying.
1: And I'm about to sneeze. But here- <laughs> here's the deal. I'm going to sneeze on the podcast. I love that when we entertain, yeah. you do your thing in the living room. Mm-hmm. I do think my thing in the kitchen. The moral to this episode is that we are two completely different people mm-hmm. when we're in public settings. And I love that. I love uh, that.
0: I don't think you are.
1: No, we're... I mean, you and I are different people. I don't mean we change who we are as individuals. Right. I'm a person, you're a person, and we're different. That's what I meant. So,
0: like, us as a couple, like, when we go out or entertain, we are different.
1: We are different people in meaning Ben and Ed are not the same human. Mm. We don't merge... Because you know how some couples actually start to behave the same, look the same? No. Mm -hmm. No. You and I are completely different people. But what's just fascinating to me is again meeting the gym people and hearing that when you're at the gym, you're basically like more like me. Mm-hmm. You're extroverted. You're social. You're giving advice. Hmm. You're giving your take on social situations. <laughs> you're talking about the news, right? You're out there. You're out yeah. there. Right. But then when we- yeah, but
0: see, what's interesting too to hear that is like it doesn't surprise me because like in a retail setting or like in a setting like that yeah that's i fill that space mhm but i yeah so that it makes me kind of sad that you don't necessarily see that side of me because when it's me and you i i am more comfortable not taking a back seat but I know. you know what i mean like i'm not I driving know. the bus at that point no not, that makes like, me sad and no, no and i don't mean that because i think people assume that that should make them sad like oh look at ben he's sitting in the back seat no i i get to stretch my legs in the back seat like i'm super comfortable back there
1: oh that's beautiful mm-hmm. that's beautiful
0: which is also true in life, because people kind of look at me weird when I sit in the back seat. It's like, well, no. Well,
1: because you're so tall and <laughs> I get you take up so much space. <laughs> yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying. Like, when we fly and you trip the the stewardess. Yeah, do Do I long trip legs. them, or
0: do they just run into my leg no, that was there the whole big, time? No,
1: you have fat legs out in the open, right. and they fall over you. Mm-hmm. And when we go to a restaurant, you stick your big legs out, because you're nine feet tall, right. and they fall over you. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I... I love who you are in public. I Mm -hmm. love who you are in private. I never want to rain on your parade. I never want to overshadow you. Mm -hmm. The problem is, I cast a big net. But what I I, I just love that you have this different persona at the gym. And therefore, in closing, comma, I'm not going to the gym with you. I'm not going to the gym with you. No. I want you to shine, honey. I want you to go to the gym and shine.
0: But I... I shine with you.
1: I'm not getting up at 4 o'clock, so it doesn't matter what we're talking about <laughs> with this whole bullshit about who you are and who I am. I'm not going to the gym at 4. That's the middle of the night. I'm, I'm going to go to the gym 4 p.m. I'll I'm, go
0: to the gym with you at 4 p.m.
1: No, I don't want to go to the gym with you. I want you to go shine at the gym. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is a really good segue to talk about what we're grateful for. No. I don't want to do another commercial. We
0: have to. We don't have to. Who says we We have to? We should.
1: Who says we have to?
0: It's recommended.
1: You just got done talking about how you got mad about being forced into saying grace. (laughs) And now you're making me do a commercial. All right, we'll do a commercial. We'll do a commercial. Who
0: are we doing the commercial for? Anchor. Oh, good job.
1: Yep. And I love Anchor. There we go. Hashtag Anchor. All right, so what I'm grateful for. I would like to express that I'm grateful for our differences. Mm. I'm grateful that when we entertain and welcome people into our home, I know that I can disappear into the kitchen and cook and make all the wonderful cocktails and that I know that you're sitting in the living room and you're having meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that you welcome people who have different belief systems than us. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that you didn't say anything stupid when the person tried to pray for our meal. <laughs> and I'm grateful that... Because
0: it's always a toss-up, folks. Whether, it's a toss-up. Whether I'm going to say something st- stupid or can not. You could
1: say something st- and it's going to embarrass me. I'm so grateful that... <laughs> I don't care what people say. We are so very different. Uh-huh. So I'm grateful for our differences. Yeah. What are you grateful for?
0: So I, I feel like I'm going to play off of yours a just a tad.
1: Plagiarism.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that we want to spend time together.
1: Mm.
0: Meaning like we're and we're always a team too,
1: mm-hmm. like no
0: matter what the setting is, like team
1: over turf. we
0: we know the role that we're gonna fill, yeah, but also i'm I'm grateful that we like spending time together, really, yes, okay, um like I listen to couples complain about having to spend time with their spouse
1: mm-hmm.
0: or a significant other all yeah. the time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm just like, then why?
1: why be together
0: why are you married
1: mm-hmm. or why
0: are you together long term like i don't like if you're not happy being together like if you don't want to spend time with this person then like oh but they're in love and i'm like that, that makes no sense to me
1: yeah and what does that mean
0: right i'm so i'm grateful that i mean we're we're coming up on 16 years
1: 16 mm-hmm. years and we have been through it Mm-hmm. Like we.
0: I mean, not to say that other people haven't.
1: No, but I mean, we've seen dark. We've been seeing light. We've been Mm -hmm. seeing fluff. We've seen trauma. We've seen joy. Yep. We've been through it. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, and I'm grateful that even though we're trying to do a professional podcast,
0: (laughs) what do you mean trying? This is super professional. No,
1: we're trying. We (laughs) the bar is low. We I
0: and mean, we've got the mixer.
1: We've got the mixer. We've but got then, the big mic. Right now, you've
0: got the lapel, I've got mic, the lapel mic, which but works right perfect now, for you.
1: I know, but you are seriously right now in front of a nice mic, <laughs> a sweet mixer, and you're holding a Yorkshire Terrier because he's having a meltdown. That mommy and daddy are not paying attention to him. So I'm grateful that in all the craziness that is our life, uh-huh. maybe we'll be able to make somebody smile today. Yep. Maybe we'll make somebody laugh. Maybe we'll make somebody be able to evaluate their relationship and say, you know what? We are two completely different people, but we work. Right. Or maybe somebody will hear this podcast and say, we're identically the same and we work. I yeah. don't care. Right. But as long as you smiled, as long as you laughed, as long as you got some joy today, mission, as as President Bush said, mission complete. Did he say that? Yeah. Back,
0: remember
1: when he thought, when, Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's you know
0: what's a, fascinating to me that's a me? whole
1: other topic he, We're gonna- he said it kind of prematurely but anyway but after he said Mission Complete which was hilarious because I was still in Iraq when he said it and I'm like right. dude I'm still over here but right. Mission Complete yeah. but anyway Mission Complete because we do it
0: yeah it fascinates me especially like watching documentaries now I feel like documentaries are kind of catching up to. sorry about that guys um, what'd you do I hit it and it it reverbs. Yeah, you the, gotta
1: stop touching it.
0: Um, so
1: <laughs> stop touching the big mic. Yep. So give yourself pleasure. Um. <laughs>
0: I've noticed that documentaries are kind of starting to catch up to sort of like my graduating high school, and through army times. Mm-hmm. So it fascinates me to like see these documentaries about like big events, and I have n- like. No clue. Like, it was never on my radar. And I'm sure this has happened to you, too. And I have to figure out, like, okay, so where was I that this wasn't on the radar? So, like, I was in BASIC or I was deployed. You were in Brazil. Or I was in Brazil. Brazil. Or in the mission field. You know, whatever. So, like, all these things that would cause, like, these, like, huge events that everybody knows about, but they're watching the documentary to get more detail where I'm, like, just now hearing about it. I'm, like, how did I... (laughs) Like the um, <laughs> Woodstock 99, right? What's so funny right now? <laughs> Just, you know, folks, she's like seriously cracking up right now, and I have no clue why. I didn't squeeze her hand. I don't, she, like, what's going on?
1: I will never forget <laughs> we were barely married. Uh huh. And you heard a song on the radio. And you said to me, (laughs) I love this song. Who is this? And I was like, Ben, it's the Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) You had never heard the Beatles. And you thought it was a modern song. And I was like, honey, this is the Beatles. They're like half of them are dead. Mm Mm-hmm. And you would never... And you thought it was a new hit. Right. You thought it was a brand new song.
0: Yeah. I mean, I knew who the Beatles were. But but that doesn't mean I ever really listened to their music.
1: No. But you didn't understand the Beatles were long gone by the time you were hearing the song. Yep. Like, John Lennon was dead. Yep. But anyway. (laughs) So, for the next episode... We're not going to discuss the topic ahead of time. Yep. If anybody bothers to email, if anybody even cares and listens to this episode and emails, we'll talk about their topic. But we're going to have a topic that we've never discussed, and we're gonna, we're going to talk about it as a couple. Yep. And we're never going to talk about it until we record.
0: Yes, that's the premise of the whole podcast.
1: But in closing... I cannot wait till our next dinner party. Yep. And I cannot wait till our next unsuspecting victims that come into this house that have no idea the craziness that is the overturfs. Mm-hmm. And we make at least they'll get good food out of it. Mm-hmm. Like they may get messed up mentally, but they're gonna get <laughs> they're gonna get great food. Yeah. So but I love you. You're my battle buddy. This has been amazing mm. and I'll see you in the next episode. I love you too. All right. Peace out, Home Slice.